Hey everybody, what is up and what is going on? Welcome back to Blind Focus, the podcast. Okay, so on here today, we're going to be talking about discrimination. Actually, I'm going to be telling you guys a little story about what's been happening to me lately when it comes to discrimination. And I'm also over here on Periscope right now. I am actually live on Periscope. If you don't know what Periscope is, it is a live streaming app. And on there, obviously, it's live streaming. It's a video, so they can see me, but um, it's actually kind of like uh, Facebook Live. You know, they can put comments in there and stuff. But uh, it's Twitter's version. Actually, it was out before um, Facebook Live. Okay, let's just get on over here and let's get to the actual podcast. Okay, so I'm going to go over here and ask these guys a few questions. Um, that Actually, I want them to ask me questions first. So let me go ahead and click over here and see what you guys got for me. Let me click here. Who's editing my podcast? Nobody edits. If I can only talk right now. Um, actually, I don't have anybody who actually edits for me. Um, I do it myself, man. Uh, now, I mainly just will take the what I'm recording right now and go ahead and put it up on to um, my uh, you know iTunes and SoundCloud. And uh, I've only done four now so far. So, I mean, if you want to check it out, um, Michael, by the way, Michael Babcock. Oh, what was that? I do listen to podcasts. Um, so, at Payone is over here on my podcast, and I mean my broadcast on Periscope, and he actually has his own podcast, and he's been at it for years now. In fact, um, shoot, I was a guest on his podcast uh, about a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, I believe, Michael. Michael Babcock's his name, by the way, and he um, does like online marketing and stuff like that. And then also he helps you with, uh, you know, getting your own stuff going. So, yeah. And he, I don't even know. He's, he's really knowledgeable when it comes to that stuff. So if you have any questions, go ahead and check him at, at Pay Your Own. Uh, at pay, if I could only talk, man. My last, um, by the way, this is the second time I recorded this. I ended up getting a phone call from my work. So this is my second time I had it. It's, it's like, oh, no. Ah, the struggle is real, guys. So um, remember, remember, um, just, uh, yeah, try to make it so you can't get phone calls when you're, you're recording or, yeah. Okay, so here we go. <clears throat> I'm going to click back over here and uh, see what everybody has to say. Um, how can the listeners email me? Um, I do not have to work Saturday. Good question. Uh, but, okay, so somebody just asked over here, um, how are my uh, listeners going to be able to email me? Actually, the best way to get a hold of me um, is go to blindfocus.net. That's my website. And on there, you can connect with me through all social media platforms. And um, on the contact page, you can actually email me at trueambitionfitness um, at gmail.com. So on there, you just go into there, and you can actually make the email out on that page, and it'll e- email me directly. Um, that way. So you can either do it through email or you can get a hold of me through any social media platform on the contact page through blindfocus.net. Um, and that's actually the best way to get a hold of me. So, oh, really? Cool beans, cool beans. So <clears throat> let's see here. What was I going to say? Oh, actually, let's get to the topic at hand discrimination. So um, the reason I'm doing a podcast on discrimination, if uh, some of my followers don't know over here on Periscope, or even here on the podcast, um, I'm currently going through a discrimination claim through the ADA. Um, and the way that works is it just takes forever is what that is. <laughs> but I'll, I'm going to tell you guys a story of how this ended up happening. So back on August 9th, my uh, work, my regional manager came down for a meeting. After the meeting, he took me and my uh, 
direct supervisor, my GM of the restaurant. By the way, for all of you out there, I work at Olive Garden. Just throwing that out there. I might want to throw that in there, actually. So he took um, us over to the side, um, and he told everybody, you know, hey, stay on that side of the restaurant. We're going to stay over here and talk. When he, he did that, I knew things might have been getting a little serious. And in fact, actually, I thought maybe at first I might have been getting like a promotion or something. No, I really didn't think that because I knew I could tell the vibe wasn't going my way. So uh, what ended up happening, I went over there with him and we sat there for about a good five minutes. Um, him telling me how he thought my guide dog is a trip hazard. Um, so, and I proceeded to tell him, you know, I don't think he is. I mean, he, I bed him behind the bar and I use him only when I need him. And then he also wanted to tell me I don't use him enough to make him really, uh, you know, an, an excessive, uh, something that makes things more accessible to me. And I'm like, well, I could use him more, but I, I try not to because then he might get in the way of other people. So when we're busy, I don't use him, but when we're not, I do use him. Um, and that's kind of how that worked because I do move around a lot quicker with my guide dog i mean he he makes things a lot more seamless he makes it so i don't end up running into things he just moves me around it before i even get to it, it it's great but he straight up told me my dog's a guide uh, my guide dog is a trip hazard so i knew this conversation was going to go a different direction at that time i could tell that he was just building it up so i'm just like okay um he asked me not to bring the guide dog and i said okay i just left it at that i wasn't too happy about it but I just left it as it was. So then um, he then proceeded to go into that conversation and tell me how he thinks I am unable to perform the tasks needed um, to be a bartender anymore. I want you guys to know this. I have been working at Olive Garden as a bartender for one year at this time. One year and one month I have been in the position. Um, so and during that year, I had zero complaints. Um, zero mess ups, never sent out the wrong drink, never did anything like that. So that is, if you ask me, I believe that's a hundred percent success rate. Um, if I remember right, if I'm doing my math correctly, I don't know. I might be, I, who knows? But yeah. Okay. So he then told me, um, I will be, t uh, he was taking me out of the position as bartender and he was going to try to put me in as a server. Um, he's like, okay, well, you, you know how to serve. We'll have you do that. I'm like, okay, we'll do that then. Um, but the lucky thing is I'm actually taking a pay decrease to do that. Um, and he can't really do that. So he put me in that position for a week. And then he's like, oh, no, I can't have you do that. Because guess what? Huh. You're a trip hazard. I'm a what? Now I'm a trip hazard. Not only my guide dog's a trip hazard, now I'm a trip hazard because I use a cane. I use a white cane. So he asked me, he's like, well, so do you think you can work without your cane? And I, I go, I laughed. I, I laughed in his face. I was like, huh, that's funny. I thought he was kidding. No, he wasn't kidding. He was being serious. He's, I mean, he's like, no, like, can you like maybe? And I'm like, how do you expect me to get around? I won't have a, a guide dog. I won't have a cane. I won't be able to perform the tasks needed to do anything um, when it comes to movement. You know, when it comes to moving more than a three foot, you know, three to five foot space, like uh, say if I was in a cubicle, I can move around in that area without a cane efficiently. That's why I work behind the bar because I didn't need a cane back there because in my case, it was four paces to the end of the bar and it's just literally two paces from the front to the back. It's, it's really simple, really easy. I had everything organized. He already took me out of that position though. So um, 
He believed the reason I was unable to be a bartender, though, was because I was unable to check IDs or work the computer. I already, already had found ways to get around that. To work the computer, I was going to use a software called JAWS because it's a window-based um, computer. JAWS would have worked great on it. would have read the software, would have read everything, and I would have been able to perform the tasks needed to do so. He didn't think I could, so he told me no. I was like, okay, fine. Now, when it comes to checking IDs, I gave him this option. It's called IRA. Um, I didn't give it to him right away because I, didn't, I wasn't knowledgeable of it yet. Um, I had the Nebraska Commission for the Blind come in. They told me about it. IRA is Google Glasses, essentially. They go, um, you wear them, you tap on the side, and you have a live person streaming on the other side telling you exactly what you're looking at. So I could use that to check people's IDs. Literally, I have a person in my ear, on my like, looking exactly at what I'm looking at and telling me, yes, that person's old enough or no, that person is not old enough to drink alcohol. Easy. Simple. But guess what? That doesn't work for him either. So I was like, okay, what are we going to do? He's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to put you on a leave of absence. I don't know for how long until you can find, until we can find a position for you. Okay, so uh, <laughs> we'll try that, I guess. Guess what? That right there um, took three weeks for them to try to think of anything. And they actually had the Nebraska Commission for the Blind. They had um, a vocational rehab person come with me. And I showed them all the positions that they were thinking of making me do. So I showed them how I bartend. I showed them how I serve. And I also showed this person how I could host. Um, she said I could perform all these tasks extremely easy. Like I... I have adapted quite well to being a blind individual. And then she also gave them a list of things that are reasonable accommodations. That is the law. Literally, that's the law. What the ADA states is that they have to give reasonable accommodations to the person with the disability. Um, and guess what? He turned most of them down. Um, in fact, all of them. He said, no, no, no. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have you host. And you can't work the computer, but I will have you. And I, by the way, I can work the computer. Um, I have an app on my phone that makes it accessible. Um, I can, I don't need to put the jaws on there. It can literally read what's on the screen and I can put my finger right where the, the camera is and be able to click there. Now it takes me a few seconds to do it. Maybe I'm going to say 10, 15 seconds longer than a person with actual vision, but guess what? I still am able to do it. Um, and I, and actually think the guests are on their understanding. They notice, you know, Hey, this guy is behind here with glasses and obviously a white cane. He's blind. Hey, you know what? But he's still doing the job. I'm still taking them to their seat and all that. But then he's like, wait, you're after I did uh, the task of a host for a week, he decided I was unable to seat the people anymore because I asked, I called HR. I completely skipped over him because this has nothing to do with him. It's an HR thing. I called HR and I was like, hey, can I bring Odie to work because I would be able to seat people a lot easier. So he then called my GM the regional manager did, and he's like, hey, he, he can't seat people anymore. Just just have him stand there and greet people. So right now, I'm getting paid to stand at the door at Olive Garden and be a glorified door greeter because I am unable, in this guy's mind, to perform tasks needed to do the simplest tasks there is, literally walking from one point to another, sending somebody down and saying, oh, thank you for coming to Olive Garden. Hey, these are your options. Um, he literally, that's what he did. It, it, it's surprising. I was like, whoa, wow, guy. He really, by the way, in the law, it states you cannot take anybody out of a position at work based on 
gender, disability, anything like that, but also it states in their stereotypes of that disability. So he, he won't even listen to what I'm saying. He says, basically, you know, what I've seen on TV and stuff like that, blind people are one of two things. They're either the superhero, daredevil, amazing, can do amazing things, or they are extremely helpless. He doesn't even know about the in-between. I mean, I'm pretty close to Daredevil, but ah, that's besides the point. I don't, <laughs> this guy does not understand, and he just won't even listen to reason. So that's where I'm at in my situation when it comes to disability. And a lot of people out there, I know you're going to go straight to this. Hey, Sue, do that. I'm already going through the proper legal actions. I went to the um, Equal Opportunity Employer. I uh, made a statement with them, and they're investigating. I have to wait for them to finish their investigation before I... Um, can perform legal actions. That's how that works. That's the law. That's um, um, to be able to do it efficiently, to be able to um, get it going properly, I guess you could say. So yeah, that's where I'm at right now. It's pretty interesting. So well, I'm going to go over here and click on Periscope and see if you guys have any questions about discrimination or if you have any, oh, like things that you've been discriminating against. Like I'm just kind of curious what is going on with you guys. See if there's anything like that. It is a long process. It's extremely long. It can take months upon months. That's why I'm, I'm still, I took whatever position they can give me at my work and I'm just waiting it out. How do they investigate? They take statements um, from both parties, from my party, from their party. Um, and then, for instance, it is. Okay. Try to keep it PG, but yes, it is BS. Um, I agree. So, but the way it works is they're going to investigate both parties. Um, they will investigate my GM, who he's kind of both right now. He's in both parties because he backs me up 100%. Sean is my GM. Um, in fact, it was kind of crazy because when Bruce, the regional manager, took me out of the position, he's the one who doesn't believe that I can perform these tasks. When he took me out of the position, he told me that my GM, Sean, would sleep better at night knowing that I was not behind the bar making mistakes. Guess what? I've never made a mistake. In fact, my GM is standing behind me 1%. He's like, dude, I'm behind you except for he's also on the line too. So he, he's got a, his situation's touchy. You don't want, I don't want to get him in trouble. I really don't. Cause he, he was the guy nice enough to hire me, you know, put himself out there to do so. Your general manager wants you to be a host. And see, here's the thing. It depends on the situation. In my case, exactly. Um, so, the Ira thing, exactly. So Ira, I'm one of the first people when I called Ira, they're like, whoa, hey, that's that's kind of cool. We never even thought about that, but it would work. And I'm like, yes, that's why I'm, try I'm, I'm trying to get him, but he won't, he won't even, he's not even up for the option to do so. It is very awkward. The only time it's really awkward, I'll tell you this. Okay, so as this is happening, okay, like I'm being, I'm, I'm clearly being discriminated against. Obviously, somebody in this position, in my position would be, one of like multiple things. One, a wreck. Like, oh my gosh, this just sucks. Why do I have to work at this place where they're doing such mean things to me? And then there's the other way that you could look at it. Okay, um, hey, you know what? I got a job still. And me, that's kind of how I'm looking at it. Um, I, I still got a job. In fact, they're gonna, they're paying me more to do this position because they don't want to get in any more trouble. It's, that's the way it really seemed. They're like, oh, we're being nice by doing it. Well, no, you're you're not. You're really. It seemed like you're just trying to save your own butt. It did. And the, the way our conversation was going at that time, it really. I mean, when he put me back in this position, the dude was apologizing left and right. Um, and at that time, he had just got notified that he was being investigated against. 
So, uh, and he, I mean, he told me, thank you for my service. Like I counted 12 times, but it felt like more. Holy cow. This guy, he's just going, Oh, by the way, thank you for your service. I mean, you're a valued employee. And I'm just like, you know, yes, that's your job to say that. But at the same time, no BS, dude. He is. He was mad at me. I was mad at him. We both don't like each other, because we one day. I'm, I'm going to tell you this part. So we had a conversation on the phone one day. Uh, he called me up and he's like, um, so, "So this is when he had brought up to me, hey, can you not use your cane? I had I had my phone on speakerphone. I had my wife listening into it too. Um, and he goes like, can I have you not not you know not use your cane? Like how how would that work? And I go, no, no, no like. I'm like, you don't understand, man. I am completely capable of doing these jobs. I'm like, I want you to tell me what you think I can't do, and I'm going to tell you how I've been able to do it because I've performed these tasks for a whole year. So he proceeded to go through a list of things that he thinks I was unable to do to perform the actions of a bartender. And everything he said, I had a rebuttal within seconds. And it's a valid rebuttal. Like, it was valid. And it got to the point I could tell he was on the other side of the line. Like, let's put it this way. I go, how about this? You come here. I will show you exactly how I bartend, how I'm efficient, how I get those drinks out faster than anybody. I'm like, this is the reason my GM made me the trainer. I am the trainer. It's something I'm proud about. I love being in a leadership position. I do. I really, I, I'm very, I'm a very prideful guy. And that's one thing I find pride in is being in a position where I can train and mentor and teach others. It really feels good. It does. That's one reason I want to be a trainer at the gym, right? So, okay, he he's like, well, what do you mean? Like, he made you? I'm like, I was the trainer. Literally, for like six months, I've been training every so. You're telling me I was unable to perform those actions. So every bartender, every single bartender you have right now are unable to perform those actions either because I trained each and every one of them on how to perform these actions. In fact, I took... Your training system, the way that they train, and I simplified it. I made it into a PowerPoint and made it a little bit easier for the trainees to learn because they just tell you to sit there, read out of this book, and be a little interactive. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to be really interactive. I did it different ways. I went outside. I went above and beyond. That's what I do. I love to do this. I love doing this. How about this? You come here. You come from whatever city you're in. You come here. I'm asking one day. You just come one day. I don't care when. I will show you how I perform these actions. How I, you know, do, um, you know, go above and beyond and show you how I do these. He goes, well, you know what? I'm a busy guy. I'm like, I understand you're a busy guy. That's fine. I'm saying any day. I don't care when, when it is. I just want to show you these actions. Show you exactly how you're saying I can't do these things. I want to show you exactly how I do, how I perform this, how I perform it with ease even. Because you are saying I'm unable to do something when I know I am completely able to do it. So he, you could see, you could tell at that time when I was telling him this, he was getting quite angry on the phone. My wife was even like, like. She was like, man, you could, he's just like, I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not coming there. I am not going to watch you perform, you know, your, your job. And I'm like, but you're my manager. You're one of my managers. You know, you should be able to do that. Yes. I understand you're a regional manager. You're, you're, you oversee the GMs, but here's the thing. Your job is to entrust those GMs to hire somebody that is completely able and willing to perform these tasks, to do these jobs. And that is exactly what you did. You you entrusted this guy. This guy and my my direct supervisor, GM, he 
he entrusted me with the job and even more, obviously. So um, he just, he got to the point, he's like, I got to go and hung up. I could tell I was getting under his skin. And that wasn't my, that wasn't my actual, the thing I was going for at that time. But guess what? I did. I got under his skin and um, he, uh, hmm. well, he, he, he took it um, a little personal, it seemed. And obviously, I'm taking it personal because at the end of the conversation, before he hung up, blah, 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 okay, before he hung up, guess what he said? He goes, yeah, um, you know what, man? I'm just trying to save my job. I go, you know what? That's exactly what I'm doing too. That is exactly what I am doing too. I am trying to save my job just like you are trying to save yours. So the problem is, it's conflict, conflicting, I guess. So one of us is going to end up, I guess, winning this in the in the end. We'll see who. But uh, yeah, I kind of have the government behind me right now. They're kind of investigating, and you know they have laws in place for this for a reason. So we'll see where it goes. All right, here we go. I'm going to go over here, and uh, I'm going to ask you guys: do, Have you ever been discriminated against? Like, do you feel like uh, I am being discriminated against in this situation? And what are your thoughts on my on my situation? Or um, if you have any thoughts that uh, consist of discrimination, go ahead and throw them out there on Periscope, and uh, I'm going to click on it here in about five seconds. Four. Drink break. Ah, three, two, one. Boom. Maybe if I click on. Okay, so we invited followers. Thank you guys very much for inviting those followers, getting them over here. Hopefully, we can come up in here and get some more questions going. So. I don't have too much time. I have about five minutes left, um, and then I actually got to get ready to go to work. Huh, kind of funny, right? Because I'm talking about work, and they called me earlier, and they interrupted, and oh, geez. But um, it doesn't seem like anybody out there really is getting any, has any questions. Um, does anybody actually think, um, you know, your age is a benefactor? Um, and how? And, and in what, I guess? Um, what, what, what for you? <clears throat> Well, hopefully uh, this podcast actually goes a lot smoother than mine. <laughs> After 50? Whoa, so like once you hit the age of 50, like you're having trouble. Like I know, and that's actually one thing that happens a lot in workplaces is, um, yep, exactly. And that's one thing that out there is, is a struggle sometimes. Um, some, so some people obviously have trouble with age, race, um, in my case, disability, um, sexual orientation is also another one that was big back in the day, right? So it's like, holy cow, how are all these things, how, I mean, we're in 2017. Now it's even worse when it comes to sexual orientation because now it's gender equality, but then also at the same time, what gender are you to, um, what do you identify as? Um, had too much experience. See, and that's, um, that, that's actually a, as a manager, because I've been in a manager position, you can deny somebody for having too much experience because you might feel they might become, exactly, they might be, um, what's the word I'm looking for, become complacent with what they're doing at work because they're overqualified. It might be boring to them and the next thing you know, their work's going to slack just because the fact that they don't feel motivated to do so. Um, and that's sometimes jobs go in that direction. But it really sucks that that does happen. It really does. There's so many reasons you can be discriminated. It's crazy. It really is. Like there are so many people out there who have um, 
opportunities set forth in front of them when it comes to the workplace. Um, not even workplace, like just in general, like, hey, I want to do this. And they're told, no, they can't because of who knows what. Um, just somebody else's opinion based on um, something they see or hear or whatever. It's like, dang, you guys. Um, I, I did a, I did a, my very first YouTube video I ever did was jumping to conclusions. Okay. And in that video, I talked about how random people just might be walking by and automatically get a picture in their mind about somebody they just see walking by. Okay. For instance, when I'm one time I walked into Walmart with Odie, who's my guide dog. And uh, we're walking. I was actually in a hurry. I had to go to the restroom. But this lady proceeded to see me, and she automatically assumed I was faking because I'm young. She's like, that makes no sense, and I'm in shape. What the fuck? She was literally cussing left and right. And I'm just like, whoa. She's following me to the bathroom, cussing me out, quit faking it, quit being this. Well, cool thing is I was at Walmart. I used to be a manager at Walmart. And, in fact, I worked at Walmart when I actually lost my eyesight. So one of the managers took her off to the side and told her my situation. And I heard her as I came out of the restroom. She was standing there telling her, yeah, he's, he, you know, he is blind. He is in this situation because um, he's a United States vet, all this. And the lady didn't say sorry or anything, but you could tell as she was speaking to her, she was just like, oh, like I just shoved my foot in my mouth because I just jumped to conclusions. And that's what a lot of... Um, discrimination claims and discrimination in general is a lot of people just make their own opinion based off of just a few things and next thing you know they're being mean or discriminating against someone based on an opinion that they have about them when that opinion might not even be true or it might just be um, misinformed or whatever it's just crazy um how all of this it, it comes about Oh, okay. So in your case, you ended up lucking out about it. Um, and then, like me, okay, for instance, I don't need to work, right? Because I am an, a United States Army veteran who is 100% connected to my, my disability is connected to my service. It's a service-related um, disability. In other words, I got hurt in the military, and that's the reason I'm blind. So I really technically don't even have to work I, I'm gonna. I will get paid the rest of my life because of it. But I want to work. I want to contribute to society, and I also, you know, I, I want to give the best life possible for my children and showing them the man. I someday want them to grow up and marry. I want them to see that determination and that ambition to keep moving forward. I want them um, to see that. So that's one reason I work. You know, and also uh, extra money is always helpful and all that. There's many different reasons why, obviously. But guess what? I don't need somebody telling me I can't do it when I know I'm completely capable and able. So it just it's just one of those big pet peeves I have. I hate it when I see somebody hot, get it, see, funny. So um, I hate it when I you know I'm out and about and somebody tells me they they can't do something because of a reason. Like they give me some reason. Oh, I'm lazy. And if they're lazy, that's the worst reason ever. Why? 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 Oh my goodness! If you're lazy, you know what? Change it. It's not hard. It really isn't. It's called just a little bit of kick in the butt in the nut. I don't, ooh, grr. That's a pet, pet peeve of mine. Like, if you are completely able, why are you telling me you are not? Um, and, uh, for instance, my aunt, she is completely able to work. She has been 
for her whole life, but she um, has told me many, many times that she can't based off of many, many different reasons. And I don't, I just, I can't have it. I, it's like she makes these excuses and then she starts collecting disability from, you know, SSI and there really is nothing wrong with her. She literally has like Munchausen syndrome and puts all these, ah, you know what guys, that's a whole nother thing. But it's one of the biggest pet peeves I have is when you are completely able and you do not even try. Why? Why do you exist? Please tell me. Oh my goodness. But okay, let's go ahead and finish this podcast because guess what? I'm getting, I'm going to have to get ready for work here soon and I got to get out of here, get ready. So peace out everybody. Please, if you haven't done so, go to blindfocus.net. Blindfocus.net is my website and on there you can connect with me through any and all of my social media platforms. All you got to do is go to blindfocus.net, hit that connect page, check me out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, also on Periscope, like which I'm doing right now. I'm live streaming while I'm doing this podcast. Also, you can check my podcast out through there. So if you're having some trouble trying to find me or trying to find my podcast ever, just go ahead, click on that link on there, and you'll be able to, it'll be able to take you straight to SoundCloud, and that is where I put up my podcast first. Then it gets linked over to the, uh, what's it called? Uh, iTunes. There we go. Can't even think there. So um, if you haven't checked me out over on all the social media platforms, make sure you go to blindfocus.net. I'm going to finish this podcast like I finish pretty much anything and everything on my uh, social media platforms. I'm just going to tell you guys to go out there and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Be ambitious. I will catch you guys next time. Please, please, please have that true blind focus and push yourself through whatever obstacles are in front of you. Later, peace out, and have a good one. Nice. Peace. Wait. Where's that going with that? Have a good one, guys. Bye.